You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Belly up to my bar. Let's have a little chat. Um, I have to call an audible today, quarterback reference, because Sage couldn't make it. Uh, he'll be back next Tuesday. He's here every Tuesday for great quarterback conversation. Um, also a little bit of Vikes insight, of course, but he had some personal things he had to deal with today, so I called an audible, and like we used to do old school, I'm going to do power ranks. It's been a little while since I've done those. We are brought to you by Blue Chew. We are brought to you by my bookie, as usual. Uh, two wonderful sponsors. I urge you to check out both of those, of course, and the entire Locked On Network. It's great to have you, especially you new listeners. Mike Renner will be with us for Pro Football Focus tomorrow. Uh, Mike Sando on Thursday. And then on Friday, I will go to my bookie and pick all the games straight up as well as against the spread. So, it's been about a month. September 19th was our last Power Rank conversation. Today's October 16th, so about a month. And one little thing I threw in, remember how we used to do Power Ranks? Sometimes I would find a stat. And just mention some teams that were at the high or low end of that. So I'm going to take a very easy one. um, Turnover differential. And just mention the handful of 8-9 teams at the very top. The 8 or 9 teams at the very bottom. The teams that stand out positively or negatively with with, uh, turnover differential. So so let's count these down. 32 to 1 as we always do. This team was 26 last time we talked. The Oakland Raiders, 32. I mean, what I urge you to do is watch is check out yesterday's podcast we recorded on Sunday night, but had a very good conversation with the Locked On Raiders folks and I mean, we laughed a lot. I mean, it's getting comical. It's it's a wasted year. It's a rebuild year to say the least. They, too, are negative five in turnover differential, which is amongst the worst. You know, you'll you'll notice, I mean, the, the, the teams, like I said, the teams I mentioned for the turnover differential are going to be either at the high or low end of that spectrum right now. And, again, we've only played, some of these teams have only played five games, but we are, you know, uh, into the season and have a good feel for um, where these teams are at right now. I got the Giants going from 29th to 31st. They are also minus four in turnover differential. They're a tough watch right now. I mean, they really are. I mean, there's some talent here. There's some good players, but I think their quarterback's cooked. I just wrote an article for ClaytonFootball.com saying how if I were the Giants, I would be on the horn with the Colts to try to get Jacoby Brissett for the rest of the year and then evaluate the quarterback position from there. I urge you to check that out. But this is a tough team to watch right now. The Bills have been 32 every step of the way, and I moved them up to 30. But now it looks like Josh Allen isn't going to play. I mean, not that they're a whole lot worse off with Peterman, but that's the news of the day for the Bills. They're at least well-coached and hard to play against and get more than their talent suggests, so I moved them up two spots. But I still think they're the least talented roster in the league. Arizona's not far off there. I moved them from 31 to 29 I think their defense is all right. Um, I think they got some guys, the Raiders and Cardinals, to me, 
seem like the teams most likely to trade some some players, dump some assets, uh, new coaches, staffs, new schemes. I could see that being the case with them. But I'm still really high on Rosen. Uh, I mentioned to you guys that's from Fantasy Nugget. David Johnson looks pretty much as good as ever. He, you know, the numbers haven't been there, but they're starting to come around. Uh, Andrew Luck's numbers have been there, and all they do is throw. Uh, I have them 28th now from 20. They were 23rd before. Very little running game. Very, very little in the way of weapons. They're minus three in turnover differential. So anyone that's three or worse or three or better, I'm going to list, list by the way. Uh, don't have a whole lot else to say about the Colts. So many injuries, though. I mean, I have a feeling this is probably about as low as they will be, you know, at 28. They're just so decimated with injuries. Denver, really down on the uh, on Denver right now, especially the defense. Just getting run all over. They were 15 last time we had this conversation. I have them at 27. And there's a handful of teams right in this neighborhood I think are all about the same. But bad quarterback play, bad defense. So you have skill guys, but it really doesn't matter that much. San Francisco, fun game last night, by the way. And Rodgers was really fun to watch. And San Francisco... They got a ground game. I mean, Shanahan, it doesn't matter who the back is. They have a ground game. And watching DeForest Buckner was a blast. And um, they're just devoid of talent. I'm sorry. They're, they go from 17th to 26th. And by far, the worst turnover differential in the league. They're minus 11 in San Francisco. And that's something about Beathard. I mean, he's going to turn the ball over. But he's a gutsy dude. I think he is a longtime backup. Um, exceeding my expectations from him, but he's also a little more volatile than you would think, too. Speaking of volatile, quarterbacks in Tampa Bay are very volatile, including Jameis. Um, they are minus six in turnover differential, again, amongst the worst in the league. They go from 13 to 25, just fired their defensive coordinator, very well could be the worst defense in the league. <laughs> Fun offense. I mean, shootouts galore for the T-Bay Bucks. Houston, they've been kind of steady. They go from 27 to 24. I would like more from Deshaun Watson. Uh, I know his line is very bad. Um, I think a guy to keep an eye out, though, on is, is Dante Foreman. He should be coming back soon. And I think he has a chance to at least help establish some sort of running game. But Watt and Clowney and those guys are playing really well. Hopkins is as good as ever. Fuller's better than I thought, to be very honest with you. I mean, he's more than just a one-dimensional guy. So that's where the Texans are. I have a feeling that's pretty much where they're going to stay, to be honest with you. Um, I mentioned we are brought to you by Blue Chew. And here's the analogy I use for Blue Chew. And I'll just tell you real quick what they are. I mean... Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And you know what they do. But I look at it as if I'm a GM of a team. And if I had a very important part of my team not working the way I wanted, would I just sit back and be like, ah, that's cool. Yeah. We don't have any corners. We can't cover. But that's all right. Because I don't want to address it. I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to take action on the subject. I'm just going to let people score left and right. Well, that ain't going to help. That ain't helpful, is it? You know. So, what you got to do is you go to bluechew.com, as in the color blue, 
and use our code locked on and <laughs> i mean the beauty of them is you can take these anytime day or night even on a full stomach since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as the pill which is the beauty of it all as opposed to hey hon you know let's maybe we'll get together in half an hour an hour or you know put in your daytime or you know i mean it, you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises with blue chew blue chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a very discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, no more awkwardness overall. It's like if they just handed you a new, you know, man-to-man -man corner. Take it. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for all of you out there. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. Get the whole first shipment free. Use our promo code Locked On. All you pay is the 5 bucks for shipping, which is well worth it. Again, it's B-L-U-E, as in the color blue, bluechew.com, promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we very much thank them for sponsoring our great podcast. So, we left off at the Texans. Now we go to the Jets. They go from 25 to 23. They're plus three. They're the first team we talked about that are actually plus in the, in the turnover category. Again, I think they're well-coached. I think the rookie QB is coming along really well. They don't have a lot of talent, but I think they have a plan. They have a foundation. They have a good secondary. Um, they don't need to call Blue Chew for new corners. The, you know, the thing that excites me the most about the Jets is if we could fast forward 365 days, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about these guys in a very positive light. You know, Quarterback-wise, in particular, yes. But they have so much cap space, and they should have another good draft position that their roster might look much different. And you couple that with a second-year quarterback, and I think the Jets are moving the right direction. The Browns are also moving the right direction, but took you know two steps forward, one step back, got beat badly by the Chargers. And I'm a little worried about them for the rest of the year. But they go from 24 to 22 nonetheless. They are plus seven in turnover differential. Remember how many times we talked the offseason about the, the Browns and they got to do something with the turnover situation. Well, they're actually causing them and they're not turning the ball over all that much. So that has made a drastic improvement from a year ago where they were by far the worst in the league in this department. Uh, Atlanta goes from eight to 21. Yeah, times are tough in Atlanta. Defense is bad. Um, they got a big win. I mean, I guess their season isn't over, and they're going to have to outduel everyone. But they are plus four in per turnover differential, so something to hang your hat on. Uh, Detroit didn't play, so there's not a lot to talk about there, but they go from 28th to 20 over the last month. Um, I can't say I'm super impressed with them, but they probably were never really the 28th the best team in the league either. Tennessee stays about the same despite being... Ugh. How about that? Ugh. 20, they go to 19. Still think the defense is really good. Offense is amongst the hardest to watch in the league, too. And I don't blame the scheme yet, but that certainly isn't working. Mariota uh, is not healthy. I mean, I really believe that to be true. Seattle, they go from 30th to 18, and I'm getting on board. You know, they go into their bye. Healthy Doug Baldwin, I thought he looked great. Uh, legit running game. D's a little better than I thought. Plus seven in turnover ratio. You know, good for you. I mean, that's, that's winning football. 
I don't know that they're a playoff team. I've heard some you know people saying, well, they're ready to compete for the playoffs. They're a dark horse. I'm not there yet. But as you can tell, you know, over the past couple of weeks, I have boosted them up quite a bit, much as Blue Chew does. <laughs> uh, Miami stays about the same, 16 to 17. They've had some ups and downs since I ranked them 16, most lately and up. I think the defense is pretty solid. Last podcast, I did talk to the Locked On Dolphins folks and um, some good stuff there, just kind of overviewing the team. Is Tannehill in danger of losing his job? I think that's a fun conversation. Jacksonville, man, could they get a quarterback? I mean, never mind. I, I mean, I say this over and over. They were two last time I got to talk to you guys. Now they're 16 and they're minus nine in turnover differential. Second worst in the league. And if their style of play, I mean, you can't win that way. I mean, that that's the stat about, you know, everyone blames Bortles as I just did. But that's the number that this team just cannot afford to be anywhere near the negative. They have to dominate that turnover differential. And they're minus nine, second worst in the league. Boo. Dallas stays about the same. Goes from 16 to 15. They just wiped the floor with the Jags. Um, again, they have to play a very disciplined style, specific style. Um, I mentioned, you know, I've told you before, I'm, I'm obviously writing for ClaytonFootball.com right now. One of the recent articles I put out is landing spots for Amari Cooper, who could get traded, although he suffered a concussion overseas. But Dallas absolutely is right atop that list. I, I listed about 10 teams or so. Um, so check that out. Carolina, another dis- disappointing loss there. But they're still at 14 from a month ago. I think they rebound a little, but I can't say I'm super excited about this team overall. Green Bay goes from 5 to 13. It's a disjointed group, man. I was unimpressed with the Packer defense last night. Of course, Rodgers was, wow. I mean, very, very fun to watch. Um, Adams is great. They got Graham involved. They should use Jones more as a runner. They don't, but whatever. Um... I like the Packers, but I don't trust the Packers. I don't know how well they're coached, to be honest with you. I mean, that was a conversation we had last night on Twitter. It was uh, kind of a Breeze versus Rogers conversation, you know, just comparing their surroundings throughout their career. Who's had a better cast? I absolutely believe Breeze has a better coach, you know, offensive mind. Um, and also playing in the Dome your whole career in the South as opposed to playing in Green Bay, Wisconsin for your whole career <laughs> is a little bit, bit different, a somewhat favorable circumstance. But as you know, I'm not taking anything away from Breeze. I had a good conversation with Sage a couple weeks ago about you know the beauty of Drew Breeze and kind of dedicated that podcast to that. Um, I mentioned before that my bookie is sponsoring us, and as is the case for some time now, and every Friday I go there and I use their lines. Um, it's fantastic. I, I gotta say, it's, they've been very, very good to me. I would only recommend a service to you guys that's been good to me, and my bookie absolutely has. So I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have live in-game betting. Again, that's one of my favorite ways to do it. They have great over/unders on fantasy point score. That's a unique thing that they got going, and fantastic player perks as well as you know if you're into hockey or whatever other sport. They have all that as well. Um, the thing is, they're doing such good work at my bookie that they're slammed with new betters. 
and they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 o'clock Eastern, they give you 20 free, 25 free bucks. I mean, it's pretty awesome. So if you deposit over 100 bucks, they'll, they'll just throw another 25 bucks on top of that if you do it after 7, and you use our promo code LOCKEDON25. And as always, they match your deposit dollar for dollar to begin with. And again, if you wait till after 7 Eastern, they just throw another 25 right on top if you use the Locked On 25 activation code that we have here. So visit my bookie today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On. And, and I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, if you're willing to hold out till after 7, you get the extra 25 free bucks by using that promo code, man. Use it. So Locked On 25 is the promo code. You play, you win. You get paid. Now, up to the big boys here. Well, I'm not going to call this the big boys. I got Washington at 12. And I kind of feel like there's 10 or 11 good teams in the league. And Green Bay and Washington on the outside looking in. And with a gun to my head, is Washington really the 12th best team in the league? It was a good win. But two weeks ago, they got trampled. They were 22nd last time we got together. They're plus four in turnover differential. That's been helpful. Um, I'm not really singing their endorsements why I have them this high. I just can't get behind Green Bay, Carolina, Dallas, Jacksonville, Miami. Those are the ones right behind there. But I do think there's a cluster right now. And I would call these guys like tier three teams in the league. Speaking of which, I, and this is uh, another one, I, another article I just put out, is I kind of tiered up the AFC. And we'll get to that in a minute here. But I think Kansas City stands alone, and then I think there's a real distinct second tier. And the AFC might be better than the NFC. And, and as you can tell, you got 11, 11 teams left, and one, two, three, four, five are NFC, which um, just it's balanced now. I mean, like in the preseason, I thought the NFC was blowing the doors off the AFC. And I got Chicago at 11, again, reluctantly. They really belong in the Washington, Green Bay, Carolina tier. And talked about this game quite a bit, too, on our last podcast. I do think that their they're plus six turnover differential is certainly helpful. Did I mention Washington's plus four, too? So that's noteworthy. Um, but, but it's a bad showing by their defense. I mean, I think their defense will be great, but it wasn't that day. Uh, the Bengals, I thought, got outplayed by the Steelers, but they were still a player or two away from winning that game, going 5-1. and one. They pretty much stay the same. I've been pretty high on them every step of the way. They were 11th before, now they're 10th. And I think there's about 10 good teams, and they ha- they're at the bottom of my list for that one. But Super Bowl champs are 9. They go from 6 to 9, minus 3 turnover differential. I do think they're turning the corner. I have some faith. Um, I think Wentz is ready to take over. Um, defense is good, but the secondary is really worrisome to me. That's pretty much why they're this low. Mentioned the Steelers. They go from 12 to 8. They go into their bye, win two in a row. Uh, looking pretty good, honestly. Lev Bell expected to report any minute now, any day now. Who knows? Uh, I think that's a good problem to have. Some are like, how are you going to deal with Connor and Bell? Well, Someone hands you a Pro Bowl running back. I mean, I don't think that's a bad problem to have. Vikes go from three to seven. Really excited to see Dalvin Cook back in action, but Latavis Murray had a really good game. As always, Thielen's like the most consistent. Boom, 100 yards every week. Cousins has been good. Defense has been a little disappointing, but I think, you know, I have faith there. 
So I think the Vikes are a legit contender for sure. I didn't see this coming with Baltimore. I got Baltimore at six, and they were 19 last time we talked. Um, defense is great. I mean, a million sacks against Mariota. Of course, they're great on special teams. Flacco's playing well. Big game from Crabtree. Big game from Collins. Lines playing well. Really hard team to play against with a good formula there in Baltimore. Um, mentioned the Chargers. Chargers are plus four in turnover differential. They are now fifth on my list. They went from 10. I know everyone's talking about Mahomes, but Rivers might be playing better than any quarterback in the league so far this year. I mean, he really is at that level right now. And they're a hard team to look at and find holes. And Bosa's coming back sooner than later. Thurman James is stud. I mean, Chargers are good. Mentioned the Chiefs. They were at four. They're still at four. Didn't ding them much for the New England loss. Um, in a way, I think it's somewhat of a positive aspect of you know where this team is. They're plus four in turnover differential. An amazing offense. The defense is bad, is real bad, but I might actually take two or three or four defenses that are worse. So maybe that's a little bit of progress. But man, they got run all over by the Patriots, who I have at three. They go from seven to three. I think they're really rounding into shape, especially on offense. I think they can attack you any way you want. They have a physical running game. They have multifaceted receivers and backs. Brady's great. I think the line's good. New England's not going anywhere. So them, the, the Pats and KC absolutely could meet again in the playoffs. My top two teams are both NFC teams. Neither one has a distinguishable turnover differential. The Saints I moved from 9 to 2. The Rams I have 1 to 1. You know, they're staying at the top. Although I don't know that the Rams are quite as dominant as they were a couple weeks ago. Defense is worrisome. Um, some wide receiver injuries of note. Saints were on by this past week. They're going to come back with a vengeance, I think. But a tough schedule. So that's my power ranks. You know, a little impromptu power ranks. Um, like I said, Sage will be back next week. Spread the word about the Locked On Network. Go check out your favorite teams and leave me a note on iTunes. Over and out.